The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome in. Follow the money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard here on a Thursday, live in downtown Las Vegas at the Circa Resort and Casino. It is Thursdays with the maestro, Mike Palm, VP down here at Circa, Golden Gate, the D as well, host of the Nuts? Question mark? Weekdays at so noon Eastern. As of today, still. Two, two Eastern, <laughs> 11 Pacific every school. Greetings and salutations, Good morning, Good morning, Mitch. Good morning, Paul. Nice morning. to see Paul Stone in studio. Good morning, Seabrook Beach, New Hampshire. Our loyal wow. Nesson family out Deep there. Deep dive there. Out there listening. Bolingbrook, Illinois. Peekaboo, Marquee. We see you. Chilliwack, British Columbia. Suburb. Chilliwack, Sub- British Columbia. Sub- yeah, sub- suburb of Vancouver. Okay. All there. They're watching on Rogers Sportsnet. And Trafford, they lost their favorite son. They they, they put Jimmy in a straitjacket, got him got him on a got him on a plane and back to South Point. We say good morning to you, Pittsburgh. That, that's that's what it looked like. It's with you the, the white. It was like, like this. Did, yeah, down like this. What a day! Like, I don't what, want to get on a plane, but they what they a day! Me to. What a day in the bookmaking industry. We get Jimmy yep. back and we lose Nikki. I'm not uh, sure I love no. the trade. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a tough one. I'm I'm, t- I'm full Tom Bodette on Nikki though. I will leave the light on for him. Yeah, if you're listening, Nikki. Oh, if nice. you're listening, absolutely. Good line. Good, line. good yeah. for you. Good, yeah. good man. Good bookmaker. Mm-hmm. Loves to take action. Look at the shot there. There's the picture. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Look at the hair. Just like, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't. I didn't want to get it on the plane, but they put a gun to my head, and Michael Gon said, "Let's do it." Did they set the private plane? <laughs> Look at him. That's like a. <laughs> it's, it's a really advanced Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in a straight jacket. How about did, the attire? Did, Look did, at the wardrobe. Huh? Did they did they outlaw barbers in Pennsylvania <laughs> as well during the pandemic? Oh, he misses uh, John the barber. Over uh, uh, yeah, in the uh, hockey uh, parlays. <laughs> Uh, All right, let's go down to brass tacks here. Uh-oh. The con- contest, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. we're looking at a $3 million, what, $862,000 overlay as of right now? Yeah, give or take. Yeah, exactly that. In that range? So let's think about this. It's Thursday here, right? Uh-huh. Thursday through next Wednesday is a week. That's seven days. Next Thursday is the eighth day. Friday's the ninth day. And then Saturday. I'm going to count Saturday as half a day, okay? Why? You only have until 2 p.m. to get your entries in. But think about how the windows and the kiosks are going to be tied up on Saturday morning with people putting all their picks in for week one. Mm-hmm. You're going to have these proxies trying to get their picks. Saturday's not going to be a good day to try to get in. There's going to be long lines. Don't wait till Saturday if you want to get in one of these contests. We're not going to get 2,000 entries through the, you know, over the, can't do it. There's so no I'm separate gonna, window here for that. No, well, there's yeah. not. There. I mean, there's, so I count Saturday as a half day. That means we need to do 407 a day, Mitch. That's our new day. number. I mean, this went from 120 to 160 to 200. To, 
for us? I don't know. I mean, Andy Dufresne, you know, I don't know if there's any tunnel left for him. I mean, he's he's in the marketing meetings. I think he's like Daddy Yankee. Dami mas gasolina. I mean, he the gas, the gas. The, I don't know if we can do it. We're running yes. out of racetrack here, boys. Yes. Yeah, it's going to be tough. What 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 contest has more entries? Twenty five thirty three for the millions right now. Twenty one thirty eight. So I mean, I think it's it almost a four hundred lead. It, mm. it never it really makes up any ground. We do yeah. two hundred a day, but it's a hundred and a hundred on the weekends. Yeah. Three hundred a day. It's one sixty one forty, one fifty five, one forty five. So there's a little interest. I still think Survivor will get there because of that. It's going to be an overlay. I think people will come in and, and Bill Krakenberger will get involved. I mean, Frank B's been promoting the heck out of it, letting the AP people know about it and and that. So I think. Survivor may inch ahead of uh, the millions, but I, I can't see 6,000. I asked Jeff Benson yesterday, what's your real number? He said, I think both contests are around 4,500. I think that probably seems fair yeah. right now. Frank B's been saying, yeah. well, he said, killed us like 10 days ago. He said 5,000 yeah. or maybe a little bit more. He loves the contest. Yeah. thinks it's amazing. He's here. He's around all the time now. I mean, Frank's he here say, all the time? I saw him. Get out of Tahoe. He, was at Sa- he took out a small business loan and ate at Saginaw's the other day. <laughs> 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 Uh, big portion. Yeah. I mean, you know, there are big portion. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I got that. It's like Grand Lux. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, God. I can't believe he's here all the time. Yeah. So 4,500, do you think overall? Maybe a, a four. A I said 4,750. Who, who knows? I mean, maybe he gets there again. Can he keep doing it? I, it's yeah. a really good point about Saturday, by the way. Yeah. People are going to forget about that. They're going to come here and want to sign up. And they're like, yeah, wait a second. Why, why is it taking me so long to sign up? Well, hey, there's 100 games on the board yeah. today, and people are trying to bet. I, I Don't wait. You know, don't wait. I was on with uh, Pharrell last night. You know, it's good to see 204 get some content. But uh, I'm, I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm <laughs> telling people. Yeah, right off the bench. <laughs> yeah, we got to get the word out there. We got to get the word out about this as part of the gas. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, God. You're a traitor. Why would you I'm do not that? a traitor. What a traitor. I mean, this is a traitor. I mean, this is, this is, listen, there's no friends in this business here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Apparently. My God. What's Derek? Rea- what's his reaction behind? You know what? I'll get that from you coming up in a couple seconds here. I want to know Derek's reaction behind closed doors. Uh, welcome into the program today. This is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard. It is Thursdays with the Maestro, and we are live from the OddTrader.com studio here at Circa Resort and Casino. Go to oddtrader.com, download the free oddtrader app right now, start winning with up to the second info that you need. So the uh, potential overlay here of, you know, maybe getting only 4,500 people into the Survivor, you need 6,000. It's probably not going to get there the way it looks at this point. Uh, is Derek, what, what's he like behind the scenes? Well, he's himself, you know what I mean? He's enjoying it. Let's take advantage of all the people that are going to be coming in here. To get even if we don't get to six thousand, what do we? We introduced our properties to two thousand new people through this, and and people to to our book, this magnificent book you see behind you, to Stadium Swim, to everything that we have to offer, Bar Canada, the Golden, everything. So I mean, be out there meeting people, greeting people, make the best of it. Maybe we miscalculated a little bit how that commercial could get out there. A lot of places wouldn't show it. They said because it looked like a live press conference, so it didn't meet their standards. Uh-huh. Some are some are really, it's on Fox now, Fox 5 here, they, and then I think it's going to be on NBC you, you were gone. now. You were, you were gone the first time he told us that. Yeah, Repeat you were that story for Paulie. Uh, we put this out, we made this commercial, and then we sent it, you know, to, to buy the airtime for it, and many stations said you can't show it because it looks like a live press conference, so it violates our standards. Oh so we had God. a hard time getting it on it. Seriously, we've got more that. traction off the terrible herps with the gas. Uh-huh. Yeah, it, it, it's been difficult to get it out there. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, so for people who don't know that, locally here, when you go fill up your gas at a terrible Herb's gas, gas station, you sit there, the video pops on, it's that commercial. Yeah. Whoever thought of this idea, by the way? Uh, very good. Well, you know, you the, try the volume it. up, the, it's, it's like freaks like me it. out. I'm like, wow, what is this? Well, like it's a captive it. audience. You've yeah, got to sure. stand there and pump your gas. Absolutely. You have to. You have no <laughs> option. Be less than $4 to be in a better mood to hear the message. <laughs> I can't <laughs> believe you weren't listening every day when you were on vacation. How'd you yeah. miss this story? Got that. Shocker. <laughs> Get out of here. Shocker. Hey, how about this? I thought, you know, come on. The hole's already dug. I bring in the bottle of champagne for you. It's been sitting there since Saturday. What gives? It's okay. It's all right. Still sitting there. It's all right. Come on. Hey, do you like anything this week? Week week what, one. What, what the, do I like? The true week one of college football. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm so. I thought the best thing ever was that UCLA pummeled Hawaii to keep this line low at three, right? Okay. But then um, the more I keep thinking about how does how does Scott Woodward, the AD at LSU, not schedule a game in week zero, and you you let UCLA get that benefit of having played that live game. That's what kind of want. I want I want to bet LSU because I just think they're more talented. DTR looked terrible. I mean, they he rolled Hawaii, well. but he didn't look. Yeah. No, he didn't play well no, at all. It wasn't no. accurate. No. So, 
I don't. I I lean that way. Um, I like North Carolina. I don't. I think Fuentes. This is going to be his 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 swan song Could at be. Virginia Tech. I I like what Mac Brown's done there. I may put them. I don't know if I want to lay five on the road. I might put them into a a money line parlay. Amal's big on his team, Ohio State, and he usually doesn't give out Ohio State. He thinks he thinks fourteen's too short there uh, tonight. I, if if I did, I'd put it in a money line. I'm not going to lay fourteen on the road, but. Uh, Man, there's there's some interest. I mean, this is really the first full week of football, so I mean, it, it'll be some exciting games. We'll get some in-game totals. We'll we'll deal with things, but those are the games that stood out to me. How and was it? Oh, sorry. How was it last week? I mean, bad bad for the books. Players killed you, right? Yeah, it wasn't ter- it wasn't terrific, but it was okay. I couldn't believe what we had Sunday night here. The fight. It, it looked like the Super Bowl. Oh in here. my God! Standing room only. People screaming. This is amazing. This phenomena. It is. Of, of, it really is. You know, next weekend, De, Ho- De La Hoya is fighting Vitor Belfort. I mean, this we is. A, we had a whole debate on this about would we put the volume of the De La Hoya fight on here. I said, but people have booked their booths uh-huh. for college football. You just can't put the put the boxing on in the middle of the first week. Of, you know, first week of yeah. the NFL, and and you got primetime games. You got USC playing. You got Michigan playing. Washington hosts them in the Big House. So I didn't think people who booked these booths did it to hear De La Hoya. They did it for college football <laughs> yeah. and pro football. And, and you guys booked, according to Benson, right? You booked that fight needing Paul to win. Yes, yeah. we did. We did. Handle good? Great handle. Just like I said, when it's, you know, when the pandemic and, and Dana did such a great job of marketing yeah. this UFC, I mean, there's more tickets written on that than anything but football in terms of just tickets. People, people, everybody has a ticket on yeah. these and, and by the way, if, no, I, he mentioned that he was going to, like, retire or whatever. Yeah. If this continues, I mean... How, why would that disappear, right? This is going to be a thing every time he takes the, gets into the ring. Absolutely. Because he's a polarizing figure. Either you're for him or you're against him, right? It, 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 this is, to me, what this is almost like wrestling, you know, where they play the role yeah. of the heel yeah. you know, and stuff like that. And the women love him, the men hate him, and all this stuff. By the way, so I'm listening to people who are following this stuff closely, mm-hmm. the boxing. They're saying if Paul continues <laughs> to take on non-boxers and it's going to be like the cele- it's free money every single fight. He's he's training professionally. Yeah. And Woodley, he like sits back and he's he waits to like yeah, he wasn't looks for the counter enough. the entire wasn't time. Wasn't aggressive enough at all. And they're saying it's going to be a repeat. It's going to be a carbon copy every time Paul gets in the ring. Well, there's I mean there's value everywhere. You just have to decide what you're going to concentrate your your efforts on, right? I mean, so I I don't like you said poo poo side. Don't don't poo poo anything. You know, take a look at it. There's there's advantages. He was eight to one by decision. <laughs> no sense. McKay had it. No sense. Yeah, McKay, hit McKay. the royal flush. Of course he, he did. What a sitting, sitting Everything right, paid for. Huh? Sitting right there, Randy yeah. McKay. He's at the bar up there, right? Held yeah. two. Yeah, he was waiting. He waiting held for, two. Waiting. For, yeah. <laughs> Car drawings, unbelievable. He, he, came to, he came to the uh, the symposium. He came on. I the heard it was a great. Uh, Roxy well Roxy was there. loved it. Yeah, it loved was, the panel. I thought it was great. I the, the problem is how do you top it next year? I mean, what it was it was a tremendous panel. Las Vegas Chris was good. He had a little bit. He debated a little bit with Metcalf on a few things. Lombardi. I mean, you could just have Lombardi up there for two hours, you know, other than other than after a Super Bowl. He, he's just great on every day of the year. Yes. Good location to it for oh, it as well? Yeah. I mean, well, we had a lot more capacity. We could have put, you know, 500 people up there. We probably had, you know, a little over 100 to watch. Good questions from the audience. People mm-hmm. on Twitter wrote good questions as well, and then the panel was great. Okay, so for people who missed it, again, you put together a panel, a football betting panel, contest kind of a thing. Lombardi was on it. Pritchard, former player, former GM. Uh, you had, obviously, Las Vegas Chris, like you mm-hmm. talked about. He's won contest before. And Matt Metcalf, who runs the book here. You guys, that was on Twitter, mm-hmm. right? You can, it... go, you can go to the Circus Sports Twitter, and, they, yep. and, and you, it, you actually, the link takes you to YouTube, and it's the full hour 45 that we did. So was, yep, there you go. Yeah. Very good idea. It, it, it was very good. You know, last year we kind of put it together last minute, and, and, and thanks, Mitch, and, and you know, and uh, Matty Humans. Paul Stone was on it, and, and Gil. But this year we were able to kind of get the different perspectives, right? The, the pro better who's, you who's got alive right better. Year. You got it right this year. You really did. Yeah, and also been so successful in contests. You have the player, the former player and, and, and personality in Pritch. You had Metcalf, right, as the leading voice of the, of the bookmaker side of it, and then and Lombardi, a former executive. So, I mean, you got all perspectives on things. Somebody asked a great question from Twitter. They said, if you had a three thousand dollar bankroll to do the circuit contest, how do you do it? You do two and one, you do three of one, and I love Las Vegas Chris's answer. He's like, it depends on how you want to play Survivor. If you're going to buy into Survivor just to try to pick the biggest favorites each week and, and last as long as you can, and try to, he said, then don't put any money into Survivor. The big favorites are the friend of you that don't take them because they will eliminate 
the chunks of people as you go through the season when they lose. If you're going to be aggressive with it, survivor. If not, just play the millions. Right. There's more payout. Well, that's what's supposed yeah. to happen. Mm-hmm. That's what's supposed to happen. Yeah. Right. But that didn't happen last year. No. Yeah. Last year, you were correct. Last year was a fluke. It, it was a fluke. Absolutely. Two bad te- you need two bad teams. I don't know if you have. Maybe. I don't know, Urban's looking a little shaky there in Jack. Oh. Jacks, yeah. everybody's complaining they're being treated, and then he's coming out talking about COVID. Sure. And he looks terrible on the sidelines. I, I don't know that. I don't know if he lasts the year in Jacksonville. I, I'm with you on that. Right? I had that same but, thought. But yep. if he quits, you don't win first coach fired best. No, That's not the that. problem. But you, 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 can find a mar- you can find that the way it's worded. Specific market? First, like, coach to leave. Okay. Which, that looks pretty appealing to me. I mean, you talked about Dan Campbell saying something stupid in a press yes. conference. How about Urban saying, I, I considered their COVID status when yeah, got right, the team. Right. Then they immediately have to come out and say, right. oh, no, 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 he misspoke. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He has a history here yes. of leaving. He okay, here joking, we go. Yeah. This is going <laughs> to Every week, football season, uh, we could do an hour on this. It's Mike Palm's biggest yeah. gaffes of the previous week. We call it no hyperbole. Go ahead, Maestro. You know, we're only doing two this week. I do. I, know, I, I yeah. thought, you know, these two stood above and beyond all the rest so far. I thought that I couldn't really. I, I thought doing the third one would be a disservice. Ed Asner died this week. A tremendous actor. Mm. Mary Tyler Moore, Lou Grant. That final episode of Mary Tyler Moore, I think a top five, maybe final episode of a show. And they close with the cast singing, it's a long, long way to Tipperary. So number two, it's a long, long way to Bob Devaney. Uh, this game... Um, between Nebraska and Illinois, the opener of the college football season, left a lot, left a lot to be desired from a tactician standpoint between Scott Frost and Mitch's guy, Brett Bielema. Let's, yes. st- let's start out here because Bielema was not to be outdone either. The opening possession for Illinois, they, they get to midfield, and then they pin Nebraska with a punt that goes out of bounds at the one. Nebraska gets a first down. They have to punt. They're winning the field position game. They get to midfield again. They punt again. And Nebraska catches the ball on the one-yard line. It's getting tackled in the end zone, throws it out, and it's a safety. And it's a safety. Okay. They get the free kick. Illinois drives down to the 30, gets sacked on second down, gets sacked on third down, and is left at the 38. There's like three, four minutes left in the first period. Your punter, Bielema, your punter has been your MVP to this point. Two punts to the one-yard line, right? Now, what does Brett Bielema, let's try a 55-yard field goal with a college kicker. Let, let's just do that. This is the great thing Michael Lombardi talks about. Missed field goals are turnovers. Now, mm-hmm. in the Lombardi world of statistics, he says in the NFL, a missed field goal turns into an opponent's touchdown 83% of the time. I'm not sure if that's the exact number if we put all the data in, but it sure was here as Nebraska marched down the field and scored a touchdown and missed the first of their extra points, <laughs> yes. extra points afterward. Now the game is tied at nine with under a minute to go before half. And Nebraska has the ball with two timeouts left, around 45 seconds. They're trying to pass with Taylor Martinez, who's been in Lincoln, I think, longer than Kellen Mond was in College Station or Granville Waiters was in Columbus. He gets sacked, scoop six, Wisconsin scores and goes up 16 to nine. I'm not criticizing them. We said, well, why were they throwing? With foot. You know, you're close to midfield and you have 45 seconds. to. You should try to get in field goal range. I don't disagree with that. But how about what happens after that? Wisconsin kicks off to them. There's 20-some seconds left. They run the ball. On second down from their own 20, they pass the ball with three seconds left on the clock, and he gets sacked at the 10-yard line. Thank God he didn't fumble and it wasn't a scoop. Why would they throw the ball? They need a 77 yards. Hey, listen, Scott, pass interference is only 15 yards in college. It's not a spot foul like the pro. It's unbelievable. Then, how about this? They're down 14 with nine minutes to go. Nebraska gets the ball. They go on a nine-minute, 19-play, seven-and-a-half-minute drive. That's great. They scored a touchdown. They left the game with two minutes left. And, oh, by the way, they missed the extra point again. All right, and they leave themselves two minutes. They also were unaware it was fourth down. Did you catch that? I didn't, Paul. They were they didn't I know didn't. it was fourth down. I, yeah. They 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 ran a sneak. Yeah. And they had the first down. Yeah. They ran a sneak. What was turned out to be first down. Incredible. <laughs> I went back on this. I said, well, what what can poor Scott Frost do now? You know, Devaney and Osborne won five national championships, twenty-one league titles. I mean, between the two of them, they went three hundred fifty-six and six and sixty-nine in those years wow. between them. At Scott Frost's pace, he'll win 35 games before he loses 69. <laughs> I mean, th- I mean, it's a, so I said Scott Frost has got to fire the special teams coach. Is that it is it? two miss extra points and you field the punt on the one? Amazing. Do you think he did it? Do you think he fired the special teams coach? I don't think they have one. They don't have a they special teams coach. There we go. They don't. They're a Division One program. Yeah. That's a third of the game. They don't have a special teams. 
The outside linebackers coach, Mike Dawson, coordinates their special teams. Oh, God. It's a long, long way from Bob Devaney. I'd say so. Michael Lombardi said it beautifully. They're a remember-win program. Yep. Remember-win. Remember-win. All right, let's go to number one now. The Bishop takes ESPN. How is this possible? How is this possible? (laughs) The cavalcade of high school football they had on opening weekend, Uh, and they concluded with a game. (laughs) They concluded with a game between IGM out of Bradenton, Florida, IMG out of Bradenton, Florida, and Bishop Sycamore. The final score of this game uh, was 58 to nothing in favor of IMG. I want to go just to the audio of the ESPN crew, which included Tom Luganville on the game, when they smelled something was up (laughs) with the game 30 to nothing early in the second quarter. Told us they had a number of Division I prospects on their roster. To be frank, a lot of that we could not verify. And they did not show up in our database. They did not show up in the databases of other recruiting services. So it's okay. If that's what you're telling us, fine. That's how we take it in. From what we've seen so far, this is not a fair fight. And and there's got to be a point now, Lutz, where you do worry about health and safety. I already am worried about it. I, I think it's um, this is this could potentially be dangerous, given the circumstances and the mismatch that we have here. And um, and, and and quite honestly, Bishop Sycamore doesn't have not only the frontline players, but they don't have the depth in case something were to happen to their roster with maybe a kid or two here throughout the remaining two and a half quarters of this football game. Bishop Sycamore is not even a high school. The state of Ohio doesn't even recognize them. Supposedly, they're an online school. They're yep. not. They're not even a school. Look, the coach, the coach Ray Johnson has an active warrant out for his arrest for fraud. They're JUCO dropouts. These guys are in their early twenties, yeah, and they put this fraud together. This supposedly this Paragon marketing group puts all the matchups together for ESPN. Yep. And said they didn't do their due diligence on this team. They didn't know. They didn't know about. The governor of Ohio has called for a complete investigation of the program. There's an interview with a former player, Aaron Boyd, who played for this team in 2018. I saw some. Of Did this. you see this? Yep. He was. A, it was going to be. He. They recruited him at a camp after his sophomore year in high school, and he went to this school. He said they showed my mom and I pictures of the school, the campus, the football. He said I got there was no school. We stayed in a hotel for five months. It was a bunch of 19, 20, and 21-year-old guys and me. They said, did you ever go to class? They said, no. Once in October, they took us to a community library. And said, he said, I left the program. I had to go back and go do my, do my junior year of high school because I had no classes. He said, yeah, we, did, we practiced once a month. The address for the school on the website is a sports training complex. They talked to the people at the complex. They said, yeah, they bring a group of like 25 to 30 guys to work out once a month. He said, we would play, yeah, two games. They played a game against a team from Pennsylvania on Friday night. No due diligence at all. At least Kelly in Vegas wasn't a one-off. <laughs> and that's no hyperbole. That's how you put a bow <laughs> right on, on uh, it. There you go. Well done. Oh, uh, up next here, follow the money on VEASAN. The maestro is high on an AFC team this year, not named the Chiefs. And an incredible hand of blackjack. How would you play the next hand after what happened. We'll explain that coming up next. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years 
and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here are top horse racing plays from Express Bet editor, uh, Editor-in-Chief Jeremy Plonk, both from Del Mar. In race number one, Jeremy likes number four, Little Town Sis, at a nice price of 8-1 to one in the morning line. And in race number eight, he has number four, riding with Dino on top at 6-1. to one. You can bet these races and more using First Bet, the preferred horse racing and betting app of uh, VSIN. Right now, First Bet has a special offer for new customers. Get an instant $10 free upon sign-up. And then earn $10 for every $1,000 wagered up to $1,000. Use the bonus code Vegas1000. Visit vcin.com slash horses for details. That's vcin.com slash horses. Promo code is Vegas1000. Thursdays with the maestro Mike Palming Studio. You're very high on a team this year, Mike, in the AFC. Not named the Chiefs. Who do you like? Why do you like them? Yeah, I like the Browns here. I think the Browns are worth a bet to win the North. I, I don't like... This Lamar Jackson and the COVID situation there and him him not knowing anything, got it twice, not going to get to. I mean, look, at people are going to get it. People are getting it that are that have been vaccinated. All right. They're going to get it who haven't been vaccinated. The difference is you got to sit out 10 days. You might miss two games, 10 days and then two negative tests. If you've been vaccinated, you just need the two negative tests. I mean, you might not even miss a game. This is a little bit. I'm, I'm not. It's not draconian, but it's very strict. The difference they're making here with vaccination. I think that's. That's a risk for them as well. I'm never really sold on Greg Roman as an offensive coordinator with the Ravens. I mean, they get behind in games. They panic. I just think Cleveland is the most balanced team from an offense-defense perspective and from a run-pass perspective. Mayfield doesn't need to be great to win games. They can run the football. They can play in that. It seems like they always have two or three horrid weather games there in Cleveland. Sure. Not even necessarily late in the year. In October, they, they get them like last year with wind and that. Mm-hmm. They can go on the road with the line. I think they win that division. I, look. Kansas City's still the best team, right? And I'm I'm not saying that Cleveland's going to win the Super Bowl. I'm not saying. But I think they're a lot closer than they were to Kansas City last year, and I think they're the best team in the North. I'm certainly a fade of the Steelers. So I I think betting the Browns to make the playoffs, I mean, I'd lay this price here. I think this is almost a guarantee. I think think the Patriots news, Gilmore being out, when you look at the wild card picture, that opens it up for other teams or makes teams like the Chargers more likely to get in. But I'm really high on the Browns. You said Mayfield doesn't have to be great. I would agree. What if he's really, really good, though? What if they get – that's like an added bonus. If, he, if he's really, really good, then they're, they're at the level of the Chiefs probably. Now, the Chiefs, you know, they, they've improved their offensive line. I think 
the Chiefs over 12 and a half is still worth a bet as well. I don't see five losses on that schedule. I well, Barty where, loves that. Yeah, I, I, loves it over. They very well could go 14 and three. Yeah. And I think getting him, getting beaten so soundly in the Super Bowl is a motivating factor. Too. I think so, you too. You lose a game, you lose a close game at the end, it's one thing. Well, they, got, they got embarrassed in that game. Yeah, you, usually that's a Super Bowl hangover. We're talking no. about Mahomes here and Andy Reid. And, yeah, it's a whole different mm-hmm. ballgame this year. I want to show you this hand of blackjack. We talked about this earlier in the week. Oh. And what would you do here? This is incredible. Uh, so someone's playing. It's uh, an eight-card 21 and they actually won. The dealer did not actually have like a push here for it. But the the player, look at this. Uh, five aces and three fives against an 18. That's a winner. How do you approach the next hand? I've asked multiple people on this. I've gotten different uh, answers. Well, first of all, I don't play blackjack, really. I, I find it to be a silly game. You bust <laughs> and she busts and you lose? What, what, I mean, what, kind, what kind of a game game is this, Paul? I, I don't know. You know, I like to... <laughs> You love crafts. I do love crafts. Yep. It's a thrilling game. It's it's a community. But I mean, look at you. I mean, from accounting perspective here, look at all the the aces that you that you sucked pull, right you, out of the deck. Pull, pulled right pulled right out of the deck here. I'm probably I don't know. I I know you asked me this question here though, but uh, I, I probably consider myself very fortunate here and take and take the nice little tip and move on. Indy Jeff said yeah. he runs away from the table yeah. immediately. Mm-hmm. Now I got this okay. from a former blackjack dealer. He remembers a night back in the 90s when he was dealing, a long time ago. He said it was a six-shoe uh, table, no shuffler, all manual. I had just opened up six new packs, mm-hmm. shuffled, so I knew there were going to be some clumps in there, like two, three, four, eight, nine, ten, whatever. <laughs> a person on third base got an eight-card 19 at one, but there were almost all small cards on all seven hands. I looked at the players and said quietly, if you want to ride a, out a 20 here, pony up. Uh, I remember five of the seven hands were 20s. I showed a six. 16, 26, mm-hmm. they all won. Plenty of 10s still mm-hmm. in the deck yeah. at that point yeah. is his theory. Yeah, well, there is. Yeah. I mean, you didn't take any of the face cards. You what, want what? all face cards left in the deck yeah. as a player. What does that pay at your yeah. place? Remember, that if that would be the uh, dealer. If the, the dealer. Well, you have a, bu- a bust, right? If they bust in so many cards, it's 200 to 1 if they bust on a 7 or 8. Is that what hand. it is? Okay. Yeah, people have hit it. The yeah. Buster Blackjack. Wow. Yeah. Buster Blackjack. If the That's dealer busts, and you have yeah. to bet it, the dealer's yep. going to bust. If they bust with seven or eight cards, it pays 200 to one on the bet. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it happens. Good, yeah. yeah. What a okay. racket. <laughs> uh, up next, what a racket in pocket <laughs> plays, what we are betting today. And could one player be responsible for a team's demise? We'll ask Mike Plum about that coming up next. on that under the guy has an algorithm to determine the winner of any given college basketball game someone gives you ten thousand to one on anything you take it take it take it i'll bet you 20 bucks i can get you gambling before the end of the day no way i'll give you three to one odds no five to one no ten to one you're up we do it tony banks all right here we go <laughs> time to fire <laughs> In pocket plays, uh, what we are betting today. First of all, uh, winner yesterday, Padres, D-backs over first five. That there was Darvish go. versus Weaver, and Weaver was good. <laughs> first start since May 16th, but a win's a win. I'll take it tonight. Gyro ball. I know. Uh, yeah, you know what? Boy, oh boy, this is going to be, I'm going to need the Citadel plus 35. I bet it last night against Coastal Carolina. I talked about this game a couple of times today on the show. Triple option team, grind out clock. My worries are Coastal Carolina had the entire offseason to prepare for the triple option. And if they get out to a 24-0, 28-0 kind of lead, eh, going to be looking dicey. But give me the plus 35. And uh, good. I, I was reading Dave Tooley's column in Point Spread Weekly, look ahead lines in the NFL. I think Bill's week nine at Jacksonville, minus six and a half. Sign me up all day long. I bet that yesterday as well. Okay. There you go. I also had the Padres over. Ice cream. I had the game over. Uh, loser with the Giants. So that surprised me. 40-cent move, too. And uh, Brewers take them out again. Dodgers now in first place. So I'm going to give it a shot here. I'm going to take NC State tonight. I think it's good to uh, get out of control. South Florida, 1-8 and eight last year. The only win was against Citadel. Bad offensive line. Allowed three and a half sacks a game. They also gave up 40 points per game on defense and allowed their opponents to convert 50% on third down. 
<laughs> Ridiculous. So NC State off an eight-win season. I'll take a shot here. I think this one can get ugly. It's uh, great to have college football back. There you go. In Pocket, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern at BetRivers.com. There'll be some good ones up there today involving college football. BetRivers.com. Michael, what do you have? World Cup qualifiers this week. <laughs> we, we, had a, we had a rocking chair yesterday. Croatia, Russia. They could still be played and not have a goal under two and a half. Let's go Spain, Sweden, uh, under two and a half, minus 140 there. And then have you watched this kid McClanahan pitch for the race? Oh, yeah. He's yeah. their best pitcher. It's really it's, good. It's not close. I think he gets the ball in a game one, although huh. maybe they give it to Yarbrough. Um, Red Sox, COVID issues. They get, got through it yesterday, came back, rallied, and won, and you could have got sale real cheap yesterday. But they had won nine in a row previously, the Rays. I'm going to go back to the Rays today, lay 155 with McClanahan. He has great stuff. Oh, that awesome. ball, the way that ball, ball moves, moves like this. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, oh, yeah. Okay, so you, are all, you, you watch a lot of the Padres games. Circa sponsors, like the eighth and ninth inning at games at Petco Park, right? Mm-hmm. So power rating for this team has been tremendous all year long. Now they're quickly fading fast. Uh, and maybe it's not so quick, by the way. Is it possible that one player could be responsible for a team's demise? Look, I thought with Snell got right now, and he's had three terrific starts, there's no reason they can't still get a wild card here. You know, you can't count on the Reds uh, at any point. But just Darvish imploding now here, I, I think the fact they signed him, they made him the number one, and his lack of ability to perform Outside of Jace Tingler's handling of this team is the number one reason if they don't make the playoffs this year. Um, he was again awful yesterday. He was awful his last start at Arizona as well. Got banged all around. And look, the reality is this. Go back to when Manfred cracked down on foreign substances and look at his numbers since then. They're awful. They're awful. Maeda, my guy Maeda, Tommy yep. John now. When, when will we hear yep. Darvish is going to have Tommy John? Yep. I think that might be right around the corner. Yep. Uh-huh. Okay. I, got an, I have an interesting question. So now they have, well, this is what I think. So now you have Tito, ticket in, ticket out, which you've had for a while here, where you cash out your machine, you put the ticket in. But now you get two. They won't give you the change. There's no change. That's there's why. No, there's no change. We've so had is these, it, yeah. so does, what does this mean? Does it mean people are just leaving tickets behind and getting lazy and forgetting about it? Because if you have, if you cash out and it says thirty-seven seventy-five, right, it'll give you the seventy-five dollars, I mean, the uh, thirty-seven dollars, right. You got to wait for the seventy-five cents and do it all over. How many people are just taking off? No, that's not happening. Well, no, much. but do you, but but you see people, you you see people um, that don't want to. You see, so you got to go to the cage to mm-hmm. cash that coin ticket. Uh-huh. You can't. There's not enough money to stock the kiosk. This is a problem all over, and the banks have limited the amount of coin you can get. Because remember, nothing was produced during pandemic. We've seen it with the car industry. The, con- the computer chips weren't produced, right? You can't get new cars. You can't get your cars repaired. It's the same thing with coins. When things aren't produced, there's going to be shortages of everything. There'll be a food shortage coming up here. I mean, for God's sakes, Starbucks was out a lot of their breakfast items for a long time. And it's still got those paper signs taped up there at all of them. So what you have to do is you have, we have to concentrate the coins in one spot. You can't spread them out to 12 different kiosks. And it's got to go to the cage. Some people don't go. They don't want to go to the cage. They're just going to put the one that gives you the full bills into the kiosk and leave that one behind. It's not that they leave it in the machine. They just don't want. But it's not an alarming percentage. I said maybe what twenty five. You know, it's it's low. It's the it's it's less than ten percent that that happens. Really? Yeah. Okay. Great insight as always. Very good. What do you think of the Fino? What Fino did at McDonald's? I mean, is it that big of a deal? I thought I, it was. It's not a big deal at all. I thought is it was. Is it that big of a deal? No, not uh, at all. Not to me, Eric. Easy meal to finish. Fisher King Seafoods, top 25 North American seafood supplier from Eric. It's a regular Tuesday night order for me if you swap out the Big Mac with a McChicken. Especially after a few beers, I would upgrade to a 20-piece nugget and go to a large McFlurry. Uh, My brother is an 8th grader, ate five Big Macs, two large fries, two large Cokes in 10 minutes. He's 6'4", 215, 40 years old now. Could do the order, no problem. Uh, Kurt. After a long day at golf, we challenged a friend of ours to eat four Big Macs, a 20-piece nugget, and a large fry and a large Coke in 30 minutes. He did it in 22 minutes. There's the fee now. Three in the morning after he won the golf tournament. McFlurry, large fry, 10-piece nugget, double, double quarter pounder with cheese in the Big Mac. He said, I whacked it down, no problem. He's supporting Newman's top five ranking. That's all. This was a publicity play. I mean, he's close with fee now. Very much so. He was feeling some. If they don't have that breakfast menu, they're not top 30. Okay. McDonald's. I don't put them Ooh. in the top 30 without the breakfast. But oh. you can't argue with their breakfast. Oh, I know a lot of people That's who a, don't like it. They don't like their breakfast? I hear this guy. Chick-fil-A destroys it. Utter destruction. 
So does Burger King. And I I've get, heard some people like Burger King. I haven't yeah. heard this weird Chick-fil-A angle. No, oh, their breakfast is incredible. <laughs> really? Oh, my God. It destroys Very good, except, except on Sundays. It destroys <laughs> yes. it. Destroys no, no, Sunday it. Right. Yes. Yeah. We got a video from Ian who lives in Ian uh, did Milwaukee. It. Yeah. yeah, it took him 14 minutes, and Corey did a great job, too. Corey sat down. It took Corey 17 minutes to eat the whole thing. Yep, and Ian did his in a time-lapse video. So 14 minutes condensed down to 30 seconds. He mm-hmm. did it while he was driving. He yeah. did this all while he was driving. Oh, yeah. Now he that's said, a feat. Okay. That's driving. worthy of attention. Oh, that's a tremendous job. Paul orders this and eats it over 17 days. Yes. He yes. eats it and hope it holds. Oh, oh. Every time <laughs> he talks, oh, God. Every time he talks about this, I go, you know, I go on a Friday morning to Taco Bell and I load up for the weekend. What? I got it from Derek Stevens. Oh, it's Take nasty. Derek loves to do that. He gets a big order at Taco Bell, and so he gets wakes up, and he has something ready to go. Brian McFadden the on day. the nuts today, Mitch. Brian McFadden. Brian McFadden. I want to ask him if Cam would be a good fit with the Steelers. I don't know what hmm. the market for him is. Where do you think he goes? I don't know. He's not going to Dallas. If Dallas uh, wants, you know, if, if Dal- I mean, well, yep. why wouldn't have Dallas got Minshew if they were worried about no, okay. that, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good to see you again. Thank you, guys. Yep. Yep. Uh, up next, <laughs> Fantasy Football Hall of Famer Paul Charchian on the show. He's going to tell us about one of his biggest pet peeves in fantasy and an excellent breakdown of uh, how teams operate inside the five-yard line. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Don't wait days for your winnings. Cash out instantly with BetRivers' new feature, Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want it. BetRivers Sportsbook, the industry leader with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boost, and the most in-play betting options out there. There's always a $250 match bonus. One-time playthrough with BetRivers, your hometown book. Valid in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. PlaySugarHouse.com in Jersey. Must be 21. Not valid in Iowa. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, let's do this. Every Thursday at this time, Paul Charchian joins the program. Uh, Fantasy Football Hall of Famer with guillotineleagues.com. Again, I'll say it uh, one more time. If you haven't played or signed up for a guillotine league, you have no idea what you're missing. It's the best way to play fantasy in 2021 and moving forward, in my opinion. Charch, good morning. How are you? Uh, thanks for saying that. I'm great. Thank you very much. Great to join you guys what, again, as always. Yeah, you're always. You, we can throw anything at you. Uh, I know that you have a big pet peeve <laughs> that you want to talk about in the world of fantasy. What is it? Yeah, well, here it is. So, you know, we, we've we now been in fantasy leagues for so long that and we've grown up with the people in our leagues that they're now old enough to have had kids who are playing fantasy football. And, you know, the kids, um, and we love that they play, and it's an interaction point for uh, for a lot of, you know, adults and their kids. But then an opening comes in your adult league, and some guy foists his 12-year-old Voice. onto your league. <laughs> and now, like, you know, the party atmosphere at your draft just got ruined, right? You got a bunch of guys and gals who have a long history together. They're telling war stories. They're dropping F-bombs. They drink, smoke, whatever else. All scuttled because some guy doesn't get enough of his kids at home, and he's got to bring that kid into his fantasy league. And, like, the same goes for your message boards on your league, which, if done correctly— is a hotbed for smack talk and NC-17 rated content all year long. You know, what yeah. other things that are entirely adult do you foist your kid into? I mean, like, how weird would it be if somebody brought their 13-year-old to poker night, right? You're like, you know, it's about a bunch of guys. Oh, I want to bring my kid. We've been, you know, we've been playing around the house or whatever. Do you bring your 13-year-old to your speed dating meetups? No. Is your, you bring your 13-year-old along with you to Spearmint Rhino, and you can sit in the parking lot with me. No, just listen. It's great that kids play. We want kids to play. Join a cafeteria league. Play with other kids. You want a family league with your aunt and your cousin and your nephew? Great. Go do that. Play with your family. Do not foist your kid into a, a league filled with adults. Good job. Terrific rant. Excellent job. Outstanding. Valid points. Uh-huh. I totally agree across the board. Thank uh, you very much. Uh, You'd be surprised how much pushback I've gotten on that. By oh, way. really? Like, yeah. Oh, it seems on. obvious to me. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> yes. It is obvious. The fact that you have to do like a two-minute yeah. PSA and a rant on that is just, I mean, come on. Where are we at here, folks? Uh, mm -hmm. You do a great job with your weekly radio show. It's also a podcast called Fantasy Football Weekly. The nuggets that you throw out every single week are awesome. Last week, Charge, I'm listening and you went back and looked, and the nuggets that you had overall on, first of all, how many touchdowns were scored inside the five-yard line last year and how teams operated, absolutely A-plus material. And go Thanks. ahead. tell. I was blown away at how many touchdowns were scored inside the five-yard line, first of all, last year. Go ahead. Right. So, listeners as you're, and viewers, as you're, as you're thinking about this setup, inside the five-yard line, think about how many touchdowns were scored across the NFL from inside the five last year. Quick mental calculation, um, 200, 300 touchdowns from inside the five. How about 628 touchdowns from inside the five last year? Nuts. And that is a, it's nuts. And the numbers have gone way up. It's 214 more than there were just two years ago. As the scoring has ballooned across the NFL, it's really exaggerated itself from inside the five-yard line. And from a fantasy standpoint, we care because these are the easiest touchdowns on the field. And the guys who are great and have the monster seasons do it on the back of these easy touchdowns from inside the five. And that's, that is why we care what happens there and we break down what happens for each team. For example, with the Ravens, right? I think the thought by a lot of people is, well, that's going to be all Lamar Jackson. He's running. He's going to scramble for his life and go into the end zone. Not exactly the case. And now what does it mean now that J.K. Dobbins is out for the year? Right. And, you know, for some quarterbacks, it is the case. Look in Buffalo, where Josh Allen yep. legitimately steals goal line carries, but Lamar Jackson doesn't. That team ran the ball 26 times inside the five last year. Baltimore did. Lamar Jackson had three of those runs. That's it. So that leaves 23 mm -hmm. of last year's runs. If, if we just use that as our benchmark for this year, 23 runs from last year that go to running backs 
And Gus Edwards is going to get almost all those. I mean, I don't think they're going to be trusting Justice Hill and uh, and uh, and Williams, their other uh, the other rookie that they've got, uh, Tyson Williams. That that's not that's not going to happen. Gus, if Gus is going to get twenty three cracks inside the five, a double digit touchdown is locked for Gus Edwards. Right, okay. A couple things on the Saints. How about the outlook for Winston? And now where should where should Thomas be going in drafts now that he starts on a pup list? Yeah, now for Winston, the right guy got the job, and obviously he can pass. Taysom Hill's a non-functional passer, basically, so they got the right guy. But the problem is Taysom Hill runs the ball, and to keep with our theme of inside the five, Taysom Hill last year got nine carries from inside the five-yard line. He converted six of them to touchdowns, and my worries are going to platoon those two guys, and that's going to water out a lot of the fantasy value for Winston because those are – Taysom Hill's just going to take those touchdowns. As for Michael Thomas, he's going way too early. He's going in the eighth round still. We know he's on the pup list. Won't even play till week seven at the earliest. Mm-hmm. And we don't even know what happens when he, when that comes back. So, you know, we're let somebody else draft Michael Thomas right now. By, by the way, is it just me or so far in the preseason, like Callaway is the guy to own on the Saints by a mile, right? I mean, I'm high on him this year. If you watch the preseason games, Hill was targeting him a lot when he started going deep to him. And then with what Winston did in the, in the last game, they're taking shots with this guy down the field. He's the guy, in my opinion, that you want off the Saints. Yeah, I think so, too. And he plays, and by the way, it's like the only healthy receiver that they've got or somebody that does not have any question marks around him. Remember, um, Deontay Harris may still be suspended from his offseason DUI, so we don't know his status. It looks like he'll probably go. Traquan uh, Smith's still not practicing. Michael Thomas is on IR. And so, yeah, Marcus Callaway looks like the safest of the starting receiving options. You were already high on Damian Harris before the Cam Newton news yeah. earlier this week. So now what? And now how, how much do you uh, like him even more now? So back to our Inside the Five data. Get this. Last year inside the five-yard line, Cam Newton had 22 carries. Only two players across all positions had more carries than Cam Newton had inside the five. And I was worried, wow. we all figured Mac Jones was going to win that job, but I was worried they might bring Cam Newton in just for those situations. <clears throat> now they can't. He's gone. So, Damian Harris inherits those 22 carries, unless Ramondre Stevenson, the rookie, and he's built for it, unless he gets those carries, and, and rarely does Belichick use his rookies in these high-leverage situations, um, Damian Harris could be sitting on all of those easy touchdown carries inside the five that Cam Newton leaves behind plus all the touchdowns he scores from greater than five. Another guy that's sitting on a double-digit touchdown season going too late, round four, in average fantasy drafts. Mm, excellent. Yeah. What's your level of concern, number one, with the Bengals, and number two, with the, with the from a fantasy standpoint here, with Burrow and Chase, because and, they, uh, they struggled so much in camp and preseason? Yeah, no offense looked less functional than, than the Cincinnati offense so far. So you've got... Um, you've got a bad offensive line. The end of the season, pretty bad, and has since gotten hurt. And we've had Jamar Chase in his preseason games targeted five times, and he dropped four of the five. And that's not what we – nobody really saw that coming, and maybe it ends up meaning nothing, but that's that's still – that doesn't suggest a readiness for the season right here. And Joe Burrow hasn't looked particularly sharp, both in practice and uh, and uh, in games. So – you know, overall, this is a this is an offense that I think people should have a lot of concern on early. And when I look at, at the week one opponent with the Vikings, Vikings defense completely reloaded from you know the wreck from last year with uh, new players, all the injured players back. I this feels like you know just from a line standpoint, those three points seem ridiculous to me. I I don't see points coming here. Uh, Paul Charchi, our guest, uh, you are also based in Minneapolis. Work uh, K Fan Radio as well, the home of the Minneapolis or Minnesota Vikings, I should say. I'm glad you brought that team up. Uh, I was super high on Irv Smith this year going in. I mean, just another yeah. blow here. Though that's am I am I wrong in saying this? That's a potentially huge blow for the Vikings. Well, it is for the Vikings because they really don't have even a, a functional third receiver on the team. You know, they've they've got Thielen who's great, and they got Justin Jefferson who's great. And then what? I mean, the then what was going to be Irv Smith, who had really come to life in December and was coming out of a great training camp. Now he's gone probably for the entire year. They traded for Chris Herndon. Who knows how quickly they can acclimate him to this team and if he even matters at this point. And your your number three receiver is a guy named K.J. Osborne. Nobody even knows who K.J. Osborne is. And you know that guy, that guy is not going to have a lot of confidence. So I fully expect that 
Thielen and, Je and Jefferson are going to get a ton of targets in this offense because they don't have a choice. They're going to have to throw to him. Dalvin Cook's going to get an uptick as well in his receiving numbers. So, you know, it makes, and from a fantasy standpoint, sort of the rich get richer on Thielen and Jefferson and Cook. Okay, Charch, uh, I'm in two guillotine leagues already. Uh, I'm in another one where the draft is going to be next week, and I just got news right. from last night. Uh, a buddy of mine is putting together another league, so that's going to be four overall. Nice. I would be uh, in. Right. I'd be in ten or twenty. So if anybody wants to get in, you know, I'm I'm open. I'm you know whatever. Reach out to me. Right. But go ahead and again tell. What do we have? Like ten days left before the season starts. Tell everybody about guillotine leagues. Yeah, so the way the guillotine leagues work is instead of a head-to-head -head schedule, we start with 18 teams, and each week the low-scoring team gets cut, and all their players go to the waiver wire, where it's total pandemonium because you get you you get a, a an entire team's roster hitting the waiver wire, and every week the low-scoring team gets cut. So all you have to do is not be last any given week. The final team standing wins the whole thing. That's the guillotine league. Tons of strategy, tons of nuance, totally different from the way you're playing fantasy now. And I would recommend getting in a minimum of two leagues because if you actually join one and you lose in week one, you're going to be a little bit bitter. I can understand that. So playing two, two or more for sure, guillotineleagues.com. Thanks, pal. We'll talk to you again next week when it starts for real. Sounds great. Polly, Mitch, always great. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Yep. Yes. There you go. Paul Charchi. Fantasy Football Hall. Real game to talk about. Props and we who to today. start, who to sit. Great matchups. Mm -hmm. It was a good game to start. Today may have been the fastest show in recent yeah. memory. Yep. Stone, great. Palm, great. Charge, great. Two good games tonight, too. Well, just how many? Ohio State. So many on the docket, too. Yes. River Sportsbook app has a huge number of live streaming events every day. Bet River Sportsbook has great offers, including a $250 match bonus on your first deposit, and all bonuses are only one-time playthrough. Amazing offers and great customer service makes Bet Rivers your hometown sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, playable in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. See the Bet River Sportsbook app for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Or in Colorado, call 1-800-522-4700. Playable in New Jersey as Play Sugar House. Now is the time to plan your NFL betting contest strategy, and the VSIN Pro Football Betting Guide is the perfect place to start. Our experts have won major Vegas contests, and we provide overviews as well as advanced strategies for betting against the spread contests or survivor pools to give you a winning edge. The guide is only $19.99 and is available. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host 
host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.